This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. At the top in this hour, controversy in Edmonton over bus ads. And we've seen other controversies in other cities. Obviously, putting an ad on a bus, it's not as good as advertising on the radio, folks, but it's an effective way to, I guess, expose people to your message. Buses drive all around the city, and they're big, and, and people see them. So it's a way for cities to make money, right? Because, you know, you're subsidizing transit. Um, but if you can sell some ads, that raises a bit of dough. Uh, different groups have attempted at different times to put their own messages on buses. Not that they've got a product that they're trying to sell, but maybe they got a message they're trying to get across. And so sometimes those messages have been maybe controversial or provocative, and there's been controversy. I don't know that municipalities are obligated to put anything on the side of a bus, right? I mean, take these posters that were put up at the University of Calgary, these anti-Muslim posters. Now, police are saying that they're offensive, but they're not hate crimes. Uh, But just because something's not a hate crime, I mean, I'm sure, for example, that there's no way the city would allow something like that on the side of a bus. But what about these ads in Edmonton? Now, this involves an American group called AFDI, the American Freedom Defense Initiative. They wanted to run, and in fact, initially, these ads were approved to run that dealt with the issue of honor killings. The ad stated, quote, Muslim girls honor killed by their families. Is your family threatening you? Is there a fatwa on your head? We can help. Go to fightforfreedom.us. Now, obviously, the .us implies that it's an American website, and you go to the website. It's the website for this organization. And it talks about ways of leaving Islam, not just leaving your family situation. So uh, this organization is controversial. Uh, Pamela Geller is one of the people behind it, certainly a controversial figure. Uh, But that said, is the ad itself offensive? Well, the city of Edmonton back down on agreeing to to run the ad and this ended up in court a judge yesterday ruling that uh the city has an interest in rejecting potentially offensive ads and that they were justified in doing so the justice center for constitutional freedom was uh, part of this representing the afdi and uh, john carpe as president of the jccf joins us on the line here this afternoon hi there john hey rob all right so your thoughts on the ruling yesterday and and why you believe it was the wrong decision well, first of all, just by way of context, the the Supreme Court of Canada came down with a decision um, about 10 years ago saying that the sides of buses are a public space akin to, say, a public sidewalk or the public area of an airport or, you know, city parks, so on and so forth. So the context is that the government, uh, in this case the municipal government in, in Edmonton, which is in charge of the Edmonton Transit, they don't have a legal right to pick and choose what kinds of expression in the same way that, for example, uh, police officers don't have the authority to allow or disallow the expressions of, of you know opinions that they like or dislike on a public sidewalk. So that's the context. Uh, the city did actually run the ads, and they were pulled uh, through political interference by Amarjeet Sohi, uh, now a member of parliament, but he was at that time Edmonton City Councillor. Amarjeet Sohi phoned the head of Edmonton Transit and said, I've had some complaints about this ad. And then Edmonton Transit 
uh, without lo- looking at the ads, the head of Edmonton Transit said, well, you had some complaints about it. Take them down. Don't run them anymore. And then they, they gave the money back to the, the nonprofit group, and they, they removed the, uh, the ad that was uh, against honor killings. All right. So that, that's when the, the case launched. Case was launched, yeah, to okay. because the city of Edmonton did run the ads. They ran for uh, a number of days, and they were pulled not because they you know violated any standards. They were pulled because some people phoned in and said, "Well, we find them offensive." And there's a problem when you've got government exercising power to allow some expression and disallow other expression based purely on its popularity. Uh, because something else in this case that's relevant is that the Islamic uh, Circle of North America, uh, which is a controversial organization, and right. there's there's some allegations that it has links to uh, terrorists or terrorist groups, they ran a bus ad in Edmonton uh, saying Islam is the religion of Moses, Abraham, Jesus, and Muhammad. Now, that, I fully support their right to say that, but let's not kid ourselves. That's going to be highly offensive to some Jews and some Christians to hear, uh, to see a bus ad that says Islam is the religion of, of Moses, Jesus, and, and Muhammad. And so what you've got is the city of Edmonton um, arbitrarily uh, playing favorites and uh, censoring some speech but allowing other speech, and that's why this is a poor uh, court decision. Well, you know, it's interesting because uh, my, my sympathies are with this this group in this case, even though I, w- I would disagree with them. I just wonder where, where the limits are. Like, you know, for example, in Calgary, you had this group, the Aryan Guard, which used to hold an annual rally. And as much as that was abhorrent to, to most Calgarians, police allowed them to do so. I mean, just because they were allowed to gather in a city sidewalk doesn't mean I wouldn't think that Calgary Transit would be obligated to run a bus ad saying, hey, come join the Aryan Guard at their, their annual White Pride March. Well, you know, it, and it could be that maybe the Supreme Court of Canada made a mistake when it said that the sides of buses are a public space uh, akin to a sidewalk. But with that being the case, once, once you say, yeah, it is, it is akin to a public sidewalk, if that's the law of the land then uh, you know, as as legislated by the Supreme Court of Canada, well, then the city of Edmonton ought to comply with it, and they shouldn't be allowed to allow a controversial, offensive, pro-Islamic ad that was likely, um, you know, it's my understanding there were complaints about that as well, and the complainants were told, well, tough luck, suck it up, we have free speech here. <laughs> right. uh, you know, but then, then you get an ad which people uh, find to be anti-Islamic, and there's complaints and then the city, uh, you know, pulls it. So th- that's just not right to have the city not complying with the law if the sides of buses indeed are supposed to be like a public sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it seems part of the judge's argument was that these were anti-Muslim ads. Is, is that how his ruling came across to you? Yes. Uh, and is that an unfair assessment of these ads? It's a fair. It's a fair comment. I could see, you know, with, with the Justice Center, we don't. We're just out there fighting for free speech. We're not. We don't. We try not to jump into our own opinions about it. Right. I could see. I could see uh, a reasonable basis for somebody concluding that the ads were uh, anti-Muslim. Uh, it's not. I could see a, a reasonable basis for that opinion. Uh, I could also see a reasonable basis for uh, the fact that the the ads were about um, helping girls threatened by 
honor killings and uh, that uh, you know that was the focus of the ads so i think you've got two valid opinions there you know because there was something the judge cited here and it, to me I'm, I'm not sure how far this this would go but it, he, he apparently cited section 27 of the charter which says that all charter rights must be interpreted in, in a manner consistent with the preservation and enhancement of the multicultural heritage of Canada. Now, people might value multiculturalism, but to suggest that we have to couch our fundamental freedoms, like freedom of speech, to, to achieve that goal, I'm not sure what that, what that means in practice. No, and that's been rejected in previous uh, Supreme Court of Canada decisions where you say you, you can't say that the a charter provision about respecting multiculturalism, you can't use that to justify uh, restrictions on free speech. You had asked earlier, where, where is the line uh, to be drawn? And I, I, that's an excellent question. I think the line to be drawn is, is where the criminal code prohibits uh, pornography and obscenity. Uh, obscenity is defined as uh, you know graphic sexuality or graphic sexuality combined with with graphic violence. So you know that should not be allowed. That's a criminal code offense. And the criminal code also has a very narrow uh, uh, definition for hate speech, which this ad does not come anywhere close to qualifying for that. No. But certainly the city should should apply the the criminal code and cities are not obligated to allow uh, criminal pornographic or criminal hate speech uh, on the sides of buses. Right. Now, and I remember there was the case in Calgary where there was an atheist group and they ran a bus ad that said more or less there is no God and there were religious groups that objected to that but instead they decided well okay we'll run our own bus ad that says God is real right so you you, you counter speech with with more speech there is nothing precluding anybody offended by this ad from running their own ad right. Well, absolutely. And that's the difference between a free society and a, a totalitarian society. In a free society, it's you and I and the people who are listening right now. We have discussions. We decide for ourselves what we believe to be true or false or right or wrong. Whereas in a totalitarian society, you've got the government making those decisions on our behalf and telling us what is right and wrong and uh, uh, good and bad and true and false. And uh, so this, this court decision is a setback for the free society because it effectively it, it blesses uh, the conduct of the city of Edmonton in uh, arbitrarily uh, playing favorites and uh, you know controlling what kind of speech is allowed or not. Now, the ad is what it is, right? And people can see the ad and read what it says. Now, is it relevant? I mean, there's there's the group that's behind it. And, you know, for example, this group involves Pamela Geller, who's a controversial figure. So if, if people are going to trot out things that Pamela Geller has said about certain issues or about Islam, is, is that relevant to the content of the ad and the question at hand here? You know, it shouldn't be, and yet it was in the court decision. The uh, the judge takes it upon himself to go behind, not not just look at the ad, but then even go behind there and look at websites and take stuff from uh, websites and say, you know, well, we've we've got this content on the on the websites, and he actually uses that to reach his conclusion. But there again, it's, it's one-sided because if he were to have done an internet search on the Islamic uh, circle of North America, and, you know, and I, I don't 
don't claim to know what on the internet is true or false about this, but certainly there's allegations that it's a group that has links to terrorism. He didn't do that for the pro-Islamic ad. He didn't look at the organization and go to the website. And so, again, you've got this double standard where the government's going to crack down on uh, speech that it it deems to be anti-Islamic, and yet it will not crack down on speech that somebody could perceive to be anti-Christian or anti-Jewish. Was there room for compromise, too, I wonder? Because, I mean, there, there have been honor killings in Canada that have not involved Muslims. In fact, many of have involved people who are of the Sikh faith, for example. Would there have been room for the city to say, look, okay, we understand, look, honor killings are a legitimate issue, a legitimate concern. If you just take off the star where it says Muslim girls and just say girls uh, and, and talk about honor killings and you still got your website address, I mean, could some middle ground have been found here? Theoretically, yes. Um I mean, but remember, the city approved the ad. The city looked at the ad and said, yeah, we'll run it. Right. They, and they only pulled it because of political interference by Amarjeet Sohi, who phoned the head of Edmonton Transit and said, uh, I've had some complaints from, uh, from constituents. And then without any thought or consideration, without looking at websites, nothing, they just pulled it because the alderman had phoned and said, some people have complained about this. And so... Uh, you know, could could that kind of a compromise have been reached? I would say, well, yes, probably, if the parties had sat down and tried to do that. Uh, but that was not the case. Edmonton simply, uh, they pulled the ads entirely. They uh, gave the money back to um, to the nonprofit group. And th- there are no discussions after that. In fact, uh, when we contacted the city of Edmonton uh, asking for explanation uh, of their decision, they received that correspondence and just didn't respond at all. So they, they stonewalled us and uh, wanted no further discussions, which then, of course, led to uh, court action. All right. Well, speaking of court action then, John, I mean, is, is an appeal forthcoming here? That's up to... Uh, that's up to the the nonprofit group uh, whether it wishes to appeal or not. We would, if they uh, if they do decide that they want to, we would certainly be happy to um, take the case to the Alberta Court of Appeal and uh, make the case for free expression there. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. In the meantime, more at uh, jccf dot uh, org, uh, the website for the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom. John, uh, thanks for joining us here. Hey, thanks for having me on your show, Rob. All right, appreciate it. There you go, John Carpe or jccf.ca. Uh, but I think both would work. But uh, jccf.ca. Uh, John Carpe is president of the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom. And uh, they were representing the AFDI in this case. Now, the AFDI is also known as the SIOA, Stop Islamization of America. And so that's where Pamela Geller gets uh, dragged into this conversation and everything that she has said and, and represents. No, I think it's safe to say that Pamela Geller is someone who is anti-Muslim. That's my opinion based on what I've read about her and what she's had to say. That doesn't necessarily mean that this bus ad shouldn't be allowed. Uh, There have been honor killings in Canada. Some have involved Islam. However, there have been many in Canada, unfortunately. There have been many, but many of them have not involved Muslims. A lot have been linked to the Sikh religion. So that to me stands out in the ad. When you say Muslim girls honor killed by their families. Is it only Muslim girls who have been killed by their families that matter? If it's a Sikh girl, is that no longer a concern? 
So I, I would object to the ad for that reason. When you go to the website, it's not as though, hey, here's a link to, to a shelter in your area. Here's who you can call for help if you're worried. It's an ad that tells you how to leave Islam. Which, look, as, as an atheist, I'm all for people leaving religion, if that's what they choose. But I don't know that that's the right response. If you've got a girl who's legitimately worried, you know, I refuse to wear the hijab. I really think my family is, is angry. I, I, maybe I'm in danger. So going to a website that tells you how to leave Islam is not helping your immediate situation. It's not getting you to safety. So that's another objection I've had, would have to this ad. But the fact that the city of Edmonton accepted it originally and it was running on ads and that they so quickly caved after a couple of complaints uh, makes them look bad. If you had an issue with the ad, why did you accept it in the first place? And were there issues with the ad that could have been, you know, fixed, figured out? So we don't like this aspect of the ad. If you change this and this, then fine. Yeah, we'll run it. So this could have been handled a lot differently. And yeah, it does look like the, uh, like the city of Edmonton caved on this to a few complaints. But again, it's, um, you know, I mean, this is a public agency. So what should Edmonton Transit or Calgary Transit, what are they obliged to do if somebody comes forward wanting to run a controversial ad? Is it an issue of free speech, or do they need to um, look at a, a broader purpose of protecting the community or protecting certain segments of the community from something that might offend them? That's quite a task to take on. 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.